0: Welcome, everyone, to the That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am C.J. Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Uh, hello. Hi. What's uh, going on? This is the part of the show where I say this is the first time listening. I highly recommend you go to intro.thatkindofnerd.com, learn a little bit about us, learn a little bit about the show, and then go ahead and dive into this episode. Uh, I think we're yeah, going to... I think you should listen to episode 83. 83? yeah 83 that's episode 83 is called we're thankful for denzel and bane is oh that, that's was a, a th- thanksgiving
1: episode that's a thanksgiving episode
0: yeah good call
1: you brian welcome. wow Woo-hoo. buddy november Pull 28th that out of my brainscape wow that's like a two yeah two years ago thanksgiving episode that is really really well timed brian for
0: the record i'm still thankful for denzel washington and bane me too um Listen. There's no other way to to start off this week's episode. We have to talk about the world of comics, how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, how it's affecting Brian, how it's affecting the world this week. Because uh, it's time for Cape Talk, and we need to address the the death of Stan Lee. Uh, this was a uh, this listen. It wasn't sudden. The man was 95, but it was just I don't know. It was never the right time by this, and it was it was really touching to see the 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 whole world really come out and celebrate Stan Lee, his life and his creations. And uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. Brian, all I, the fan art, all the
1: fan art, all the dedications, all the tributes, all the videos, all the cameos, all the interviews. Uh, it's uh, it's a it's a it's a life that will be celebrated forever. It's someone that we will think about every time we see a Marvel movie, regardless of whether he can cameo or not, Um, probably far less. Uh, emotional for me than it was for Brian. So I'll shut up.
0: I, I, before Brian goes, I just want to say one thing. A, a takeaway I had from, from Stanley's life, looking at his history was he didn't start doing comics until a, a little later in life. And it really is a, a chance that if you have a passion or if something really motivates you and drives you just because you're you know 20 or you're 30, or of, if, if you're 40, it doesn't stop you from starting that and pursuing that as, as your life's goal. So it's an example to just follow follow your dreams and follow your ambitions. They'll
2: take you to great places. The funny thing about that story is, um, <clears throat> he he was working for Timely Comics, and he uh, it was during the time in between uh, the the sixties and, and World War Two, so it was like in the fifties, late fifties, where they weren't doing superhero comic books anymore, and it was all westerns and sci fi, and he was he was just bored. He was bored of doing the same story over and over again. And, um, you know, anybody who who's read anything about Stanley knows knows this story that he uh, he was going to quit. And he essentially was like challenging them to get him to fire him um, because he he came home. He went home to his wife, Joni, and said, I, I can't do this anymore. This is not what I want to do. I want to tell, you know, these these stories. This is what I have in mind. And his wife said, well, if you're just going to quit, just just do it. What's the worst that they can do? They're gonna fire you. Just tell the stories and print the stories that you wanna do. And that was Fantastic Four number one. And it just all started from there. Um Yeah, this uh this this I this hit me a lot harder than I thought it would. Um it uh I don't normally get upset over celebrity deaths, but this was uh this guy was the author of my childhood. Everything that I M and is ingrained in in me as an adult is because of this guy and and his crazy imagination and his uh, his storytelling to you know just make everybody feel like they could be a superhero and you know my my father and my parents instilled a lot of really good you know values and morals in me but they were also then reinforced by the stuff I was reading in comic books you know and. Knowing that it 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 doesn't matter, you know what your station in life is. You can make a difference. It, it was it was huge. I, I've had several people reach out to me um, at work and at a, through text messages asking me if I'm okay, and it's odd because I always have to ask them, are, "Are you being serious?" And they're like, "Yes, I, I I get it. I know. I know this this is a huge deal for you." Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't. I keep looking at stuff online and I mean, every time I see a new tribute or a new interview or a new video, I, I, I kind of tear up and I, uh, I get increasingly upset because I, I never got a chance to, you know, meet the guy at a con and tell him how much his, his world meant to me. Um, you know, I think he knows that though. Like I think, I think, I he, think he knows what it meant to everybody. Yeah, and you know, I you know, this this you know, most notably Spider-Man like got me through my childhood and mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's 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 tough. So, I mean, that's all I'll say about it. I mean, the man had lived a, a great life, a huge huge bucket of wind and um just yeah, uh he will he will live on forever and he still has some uh cameos that they pre-filmed. He'll be in Wreck-It Ralph 2, so I get to uh,
0: <laughs> wait. What? Get
2: overjoyed for two reasons. <laughs> no, he has a cameo in Wreck-It he Ralph too.
0: Oh god, that this is gonna hurt so. He much. has
2: a cameo in uh, Spider-Man: uh, Edge of the Spider Verse as well, so yes. we're gonna hear his voice twice before you know the end of the year. And uh, yeah, I mean i I don't want to I don't want to start the show on a down note, but. Uh, the, this has not been a, an easy, easy thing for me to, you know, keep seeing and hearing and listening to and people bringing it up. So I'll stop there. But, but yes, it was a, it was a great, great man. Very, you know, every interview, everything you ever read about him, nothing but kind words and very sweet uh, guy who always made time for his fans, always stopped to take a picture, or to sign an autograph or, you know, something. Um and, um, you know, he will be missed. He was definitely a person, like
0: Josh said, who who understood and really loved to hear that his creations have impacted somebody's life. And he, the man must have heard it. I mean, sitting at a Comic-Con for hours and hours, must have heard it thousands of times a day. But everyone who I've talked to who have, who's met him or has seen him at a con basically say the same thing. When When someone comes up to them and says that a character that he created, a story that he wrote – that something from Marvel or something that he he built impacted and touched their lives. He responded as if it was the first time he heard it from anybody, and he made sure that that person felt like he got that message. He he clearly understood this was a crazy circumstance a crazy ride he was so happy to bring that joy to other people and he would he would definitely make sure that he spread it through so
1: that that early cameo he did in Mallrats was the most oh, time God. was the most time he spent on film in any movie mm-hmm. and you could tell that Kevin Smith and the uh, the actors in the movie really 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 revered Stan. have you uh,
0: it's really one of his best cameos
1: you, yeah it you, is it's great you, it
2: is you should really um Kevin Smith released a, a Fat Man Beyond uh, podcast slash YouTube video, just you know, telling stories about Stan, and and it was so funny. I just watched it, and he's telling the story about how he got him to to come and do Mallrats, and he he uh, he mails the script to him uh, with with the pages with the scene that he's going to show up, and and that scene in Mallrats, he's to, you know talking to Brody about you know this lost love that he had that right. he never you know got the chance to say how he felt and he would trade it all just to be able to have that moment with of course with her. the
1: green goblin showed up and pumpkin bombed the hell out of everything
2: <laughs> um and stanley calls kevin smith and goes i would never say this i i found i found my one i'm happily married i i never had this issue he's like you need He's like I don't want my wife to be upset when I talk about this other woman, you need to put a line in there saying that it's all a joke or something like that. <laughs> and that's that's where, you know, And he did the, that. Yeah, he came he, he came that. back
1: on the on the back end and and talked to uh what's his name, Jason uh Face and explained that he trumped up a story.
0: So St- Stanley, you uh, you will be missed but you will you obviously never be forgotten. Excelsior, buddy. I hope uh I hope everyone just had a little cathartic moment. And what we're going to do, in honor of Stan, right, is go on with the rest of the nerdy world, cover the news that we, that we have to talk about. Uh, and we're, we're just going to dive right into this. This is, this is news that was breaking right before we went to record on Friday. Supergirl has cost John Cryer as its villain, Lex Luthor. That's funny because he was like Lex Luthor's
1: adopted son or nephew or some shit in Superman 4. You guys recall was that? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do I, like, not recall this. So here's the thing. Um, I haven't, you know, I don't I don't ever read these articles that you put in there because I, I like to do this shit live. Yes. Um but I saw this and I went, wait a minute. He played like a stool pigeon in in Superman Four. Yeah, he's Lenny. I don't know, yeah, I, I don't know from names, but he was certainly and I don't know if he was like an adopted son, like or or a nephew or something, but he was definitely in Superman Four um as a luthor um and also john cryer um i think underappreciated actor if you guys haven't ever seen the movie hiding out uh yeah. it was like 1987 88 um it's like one of those guilty pleasure b movies that i love he was really good in that as like a um a guy hiding from the mob so like he's capable of being subversive and and playing sort of a weasel character um, I, I think he'll be fine as Lex Luthor. I don't know that he's diabolical, but I'm sure he can work that out.
0: I, I obviously, I uh, the only exposure I really have to John Cryer that actually like pops into my brain at all. Don't
1: is, say two and a half men. That's don't all it, it is. It's two don't and a half
0: don't men. say it. God, so, you so don't even think, think of Ducky? No, I think of two and a half men, and I, it's the only thing I can think of. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, in Berlanti we trust. So I'll I'll, I'll trust it. Uh, there's obviously something there. Just gut reaction when I first saw it was ugh, god, but there was like oh, well, pretty auntie never really steered me wrong. I mean, besides Riverdale, I'm, I'm on board for everything that the guy's done.
2: So uh, you know. yeah, I'm I'm a little worried about his ability to be like the diabolical genius. He's not level, but, he's not diabolical, but Supergirl is so good. Like it, it's got to be hey, it's got to be the right call.
1: Oh, I'm I'm not gonna act that like that show I'm gonna, is just
2: so well done.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna act like I'm gonna watch it.
0: I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> Anything is better than popping a Jolly Rancher into another man's mouth. So
2: we're, f- I mean, no matter what, it's a net win. I mean, if they paid reference to that and had him, you know, eating Jolly Ranchers, I'd laugh hysterically. I, I, I don't know. I'm if...
1: missing I'm missing the reference here.
2: That's from uh, Dawn of Justice. Dawn, yeah, the Batman for Superman. Where he's blackmailing the Congress member. He takes a, a little Jolly oh, Rancher and shoves okay. it into all his right, mouth. All right, fair enough. All Very right. seductively. I don't. I. I don't think that was scripted. I think Jesse Eisenberg made that choice. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, he did. Ugh. All
0: right. Uh, I do need to give a shout out to a fan for Erad Chambers. He gave me this story, so thank you, sir, for uh, throwing this my direction. Amazon Prime members are going to have the ability to see Aquaman five days early. Oh, they get to be disappointed a week <laughs>
2: early. Good for them.
0: Um, listen. Uh, I mean, it's it's almost like having early access. And, How? Uh, if you... Hold on. I'm reading the... Participating theaters. So Regal Cinemas. Uh, I have a Regal.
1: Cin- Cinepolis, Bowtie, Arclight, Showcase, Studio not Movie Not AMC Grill. or anything like that.
0: Yeah. It's everything but AMC, essentially. Yeah. Not AMC. Right. Which is... Uh, There's I a work.
1: Regal by me, guys. Hold on. Come on, Regal up I here. I just, you know, I don't know that I want to pay
2: to see this movie. I mean, since since my A-list status, I don't know if I want to pay to see <laughs> any movie. Right. So it is a, a outside sm- of the $20 I pay a month. So this is obviously
0: a smaller selection of theaters. However, it's it's a good selection. So if you really wanted to, I mean it's not hard to find original cinemas in in the US. They're they're pretty big. Uh you will be able to see the advanced screening held on December 15th uh nationwide if you're a prime member you have the ability to go ahead and buy the the, the tickets early i mean it's a perk for having prime they've done this for other movies we we've, we've talked about this before as well for other films but um i th- yeah this isn't the movie that i'll do that for this is this is certainly going to be an a list movie for me however if you're a dc fan and I don't know why you're listening to this show. Uh you'll you'll enjoy the early access. I'm a DC fan. I know, but the attitude that we've had for DC collectively, we've obviously pushed them all away. I love the TV shows.
2: Yes, we do. I just watched the newest episode of Titans. It was great. Uh, but I mean, but at the same time, Josh, what would you think about Titans? Uh nope. Yep. So, I mean, uh, you're a dick.
1: Listen, I'm I'm not. I tried, dude. I watched the first episode. I I was like, no, I don't like it. You're like, dude, give it another try. I watched second episode. I was like, this is fucking awful. I'm
2: pretty pretty sure I have you in recorded format as saying that you actually enjoyed the first episode.
1: Yeah, it was like it was all right. But it wasn't enough to like make me want to watch episode two. Mm, And then I watched episode two and that was terrible. Like Firestorm ruined the show. Ra- Raven's, Raven sucks that's what I meant Starfire sorry Starfire ruined the show Raven sucks I'm just uh, it's the show sucks it's not a
2: good show uh, I'm not even going to agree to disagree I'm just going to say you're wrong and let's move on
0: <laughs> hey remember that time I uh, was pitching that fans should get us in uh, touch with DC I, I I rescind that offer because uh, you don't want to talk to us now I, but hey, I'll get in touch with DC I got yeah, you. you try that uh, do you want know to do want to talk about though uh, we got a lot to break down for this we need to talk about the world of tv movies in a segment that we call screen to stream let's 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 do this right away we got a trailer for detective pikachu the live action pokemon (sighs) movie where pikachu is voiced by ryan reynolds and there was two things that i that i had when i watched this movie i was like what in the actual fuck Am I watching? And when can I watch it? Can I can I watch it now? When is it coming out, please? Yeah, it kind of made me want to see it. It really made me yeah. want to see it. Really I, it bad. was a really
1: well-made trailer.
0: Yes, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get that it's again. I like, kind of want to watch it
1: again. I'm gonna watch it again. Christian, Christian wants to see it very badly. <laughs> um, I'm over here going, this movie's not gonna be good. Oh no! Oh, it's, I no. think it
2: might be. I no. think it's got potential. No, no, no. Mm. I think
0: Peek a Pool is is funny, but that's that's a, that's the extent of the the rest of the good parts of this movie.
2: I, I I think this movie's got potential, and if it is successful, all of the video game movies are gonna come out of the woodwork.
1: When your lead character is the comic relief guy from Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, <laughs> that's not
0: the same thing. Too, it's like do got, I know this
1: guy oh, you that got you got a
2: kid is from. You've got a from? flawed premise. Yeah, you you've gotta, just you know, you've started on the wrong. But Ken Watanabe's in it. Yes,
1: for probably like okay. two and a half minutes. Yeah, super briefly. Ken Watanabe's in it. But but Pika uh, Ryan Reynolds. I get it. Mm-hmm. I do. But like, he's not being Ryan Reynolds. He's not. He's not. You know super califucalistic kiss my ass
0: docious. You know what I mean? He's just And if they being, do, he's Pika Pika. Every time he's about to say the word fuck, he'll be like what the Pika Pika. They'll just cut out to the third perspective of Pikachu and he'll be like, oh, "I love my Pikachu swearing. But he's he's not. So it I it's gonna be a whole lot I, of they don't listen, understand me. Listen, you ha- you have my money. Like you you got it. I'm there, I'm in the seat. Okay? I'm not gonna be mm. happy about it afterwards. I was like, "Oh, you fucking movie!" You I don't know me. if I'm in. But the I'm there. Oh, are you kidding me? How mm. does this not go on the Patreon list immediately? Oh, it absolutely does go on the Patreon Boom. list. Better, better hope, and better hope this podcast folds up shop, Josh. When does this come out? <laughs> this is weird, when is this coming
1: this. out? May 9th, twenty nineteen. It's All right, oh, my yeah, birthday tattoo.
0: Totally
1: All right, there's gonna be something worse than this in May.
0: Let- yes, but come on, dude. It's it's the Pokemon movie. It's happening. So let's talk about the other trailer, or teaser. Well, no, that's a trailer. It, teasers. There were two teasers. Wait, I'm not done watching Detective Pikachu again. Oh, okay. The live, seeing the real life, quote unquote, uh, Pokemon is is disturbing and awesome at the same time. There's a few that are like, yeah. The, cool. the Mr. Mime? The Mr. Mime is pretty awesome. I thought it was spot on. But, like, the Psyduck looks like Howard the Duck. I'm really perplexed by it.
2: Yeah, well, I think some of them are supposed to look a little cartoon. And the, the,
0: char, uh, the, the Charmander was weird looking. The Charizard looked awesome. Charizard looked awesome. He was really cool. But, I mean, I mean, find me a, a dumb looking Charizard. You can't do it. No. It's Charizard. So, in June of 2019, we get a new Toy Story. Yes. Uh, there were two teasers that came out for this. One of them was this uh, spinning circle of the characters followed by a very unhappy fork it was a, a spork? spork it was a spork with like the like the pipe cleaners yeah, glued like onto the, it i guess what is a toy man that existential question what makes a toy a toy man you know was represented in there uh i mean that just was weird and then we got a second teaser which had Key and Peele doing basically their their valet sketch right in front of the 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 hotel that they work at the one that's like yo yo you like that needs uh, which is a great bit, but it was so out of place for a Toy Story movie. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Then I'm like, "What are you? Who are you?" Well, okay, that's kind of they were doing their bit. It right. was like a duck
1: and bunny reacting, yeah, and, and the, I just I was like, "I'm not watching."
0: I don't. Yeah, it, it was it was way too like meta, and then Harry, it has nothing to do with the movie. No, I don't care, nothing to do with the movie. But I think those characters, I mean, are the characters going to be? They'll in be the be in movie? there.
1: Well, that's great. Yeah. That's great if they're in the movie, but the, the but that they're like breaking. Right, had nothing to do with the movie.
2: I think um, this is the last time you're going to see Woody and Buzz. Well, yes, but like you're not handing off to Keaton Peel. I think I think you might be. Really? Oh well, then I think it's not Toy Story either. That or you might be handing it off to two other people. I think they're trying to rebrand, re refresh, and maybe get a whole another trilogy out of it.
0: I mean sure star then wars not, then
1: make it something else it's not toy story
2: no
0: they're they're just they're doing the star wars thing right uh we'll we'll kill off we'll kill off ben we'll kill off all these other people we'll just kill them all off that's fine start new, start with a new class uh, yeah i mean it's disney josh it's that's what's gonna happen right Sequels hey, call it sequels something and, call it something else come on how many little mermaids are there probably like 17 by now right
2: there's three canon ones. Oh, I was—I really don't care. Then there was the TV uh, no, show. I really don't. I really, Nobody cares. I really Are you including care. the sing-alongs? Uh,
0: all right. We also got a trailer for the non-Disney movie of Mowgli: Legend of the Jungle*. I. I didn't, yeah, watch, I, didn't watch I didn't watch this, this trailer. <laughs> you didn't what? watch it either. I didn't watch this. I, I have, really?
2: I have, I have zero, zero interest. Oh, my God, Brian. What is going on right now? I already saw a good Jungle Book live right, action. So it was Godfrey's Jungle when Book.
1: I, when I sent you guys this trailer, my reaction was another one, but I did watch the trailer. It is a really good cast. It is quite a different spin than Jungle Book. Right, because uh, they have to. D- to. Well, obviously, it's a different story, and it's, you know, it's a Netflix original. Um, Directed by Andy Serkis. Probably fine, right? Uh, nobody's saying it's going to be great, but probably fine. I watched the trailer. It was a good trailer. A, a, actually, a, above above average trailer. Got me interested in the movie. Um Told the story without revealing too much, obviously, but there's there's
0: definitely a very different spin than Jungle Book. So let me ask you this: as a man whose time is limited with things to watch, but will make time for watching things. Oh, it's a hotel time. movie for sure, right? But I mean, what is what is the what is the case? What is the argument then for people who are like us who are saying, "I no thanks, we already got one." Uh, to 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 watch this at all because
1: it's a story about um, Mowgli um, actually like reconnecting with humans joining the villagers there's a it's a whole it's a whole different story than you're used to all right i gotta watch this hang on oh now he's interested okay
2: a few moments later
1: so yeah
2: it looks all right uh, It looks all
1: right wait look you got you got you got christian bale
0: cape
2: land Kate Blanchett
1: the- as as the snake, and and you've got uh Crumpty Bump Slacky Back as uh Share Khan, and
0: since there's mocap, Andy Serkis is in it because because that's what he does, right? But
1: like it doesn't, I'm it, um, it's not
0: trying to be the Jungle Book, right? It's not. I, I I I agree. This is gonna go on my watch. This I'll never watch it. Really? I I will never watch. I'll look at it and be like, oh, we should totally watch uh, tomorrow. We'll watch it tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow comes. Next thing, I'm still nine episodes into the Great British Bake Off, and I'm not watching
1: that. I, how you can watch any of that crap?
0: Over, <laughs> like, I don't understand. That's Zoe. First off, that shit. It's like it's awful. I, I, Great British Bake Off is fantastic. Okay, Dude, I have never it's cared like about Martha. It's my entire it's,
1: a, life. it's like a step above Little Lunch. Like, it's just not. I, I I'll never watch this movie. I'm I'm sorry. That's I don't Brian Brian. Is this going on the list? Does this go on the the list? No, he's not going to put it on the list because he's actually going to watch this.
2: That's not true. I put things on the list that uh, I do we, intend. We, no, you don't. Not, no, you don't. Listen.
1: You put shit on the list you, that never not gets not watched. Let's put a
0: lipstick on a, uh, on a pig and call it attractive, okay? Let's, let's call this for what it is. That could be a damn attractive pig. You never know. Never know. But at the same time, Brian's not going to make out with that pig, even though he's got lipstick on. This has never been watched by, by Brian either. I think Brian's picturing the pig. That's why he's so quiet.
2: I'm going to work on my list. From the bottom up, oh. just so it takes me longer to reach oh, all the God. shit you guys actually want me to God. watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like throw up on my mouth.
0: <laughs> all
2: right, I need a palate cleanser. Hello. All right, we got
0: an official announcement this week, also from uh, well, from from Disney that they have named and given us maybe a detail about Disney Plus, their brand new streaming service. That basically reminds you that Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu are totally beholden to whoever owns the intellectual property and we're all doomed when Disney takes it all away. You will have to get the subscription service because everything you love is somehow owned by Disney. It's it's outrageous.
1: Yeah. It's about late, but we're talking about late next year, right? So I have another yes. year. You have another year. So this is, so this is future Josh's problem. But
0: they're going to start taking things off. So this may be like they're gonna do the, the Disney like layers thing. of clothing vault the what? What thing about? they're gonna be like, hey, wasn't Monsters Inc. on Netflix like three days ago? Yeah, it's not there anymore. And then it's like, well now that uh, Disney Plus is officially active, we've taken our movies out of the vault. And you can now watch Monsters Inc. Remember when you missed it a year ago? We know because we have all the analytics on you. And they're just gonna it's just gonna be nothing you are gonna have to do. But I really Nothing R rated. Uh right. So don't worry, Iron Fist will still be on Netflix. But that should
1: be all of the Netflix Marvel. Product.
0: So there is a, a placeholder website for Disney Plus as well right now. So you can kind of see the extent of, of what's going on. Also, never mind. I'm not even going to start with the fact that it's an actual plus sign in their logo and people are going to call it all kinds of weird things. National Geographic is under the Disney banner once they get Fox. Is that how that's... Weird? Um, yes. Super weird. Like, they're advertising on Disney+, Plus, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic?
2: So. I guess. I mean, guess, I don't know.
0: guess that's a thing.
2: Does that mean Fox owns, like, the Discovery Network? I thought the Discovery Network was not Geo.
0: No, I thought that was a... No, 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 no. That's a totally separate thing. Like, Discovery is its own thing, and DLC it's its its own network.
2: I just need to know where I can watch Say Yes or the Jazz.
0: <laughs> Hulu. The answer is Hulu. All right. <laughs> I need to get this ready. For our next topic, it requires an interactive song because we're going to see one of our favorite stars again. And it's it's been a while. We're going to see <laughs> Williams,
1: Missy Williams, Maisie Williams, Missy Williams. Mm. All right. Give Turner, Sophie Turner, Sophie Turner. You need that good. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage,
0: Peter Dinklage. You need that good syllables, right? The good like four syllables to really kind of make that work for anybody. Such a whopper! Such a whopper! Such a whopper. Yeah, You can do it any way you like. Anyway, Game of Thrones season eight has got a premiere month, which is going to be April of 2019, and they, they gave us a video that has absolutely no new footage, but just kind of reminds you of how far we've come, uh, considering that this is going to be the eighth and final season of this show. Um, I kind of forgot like all of this stuff, I and mean, I just rewatched Game of Thrones like two and a half, three months ago. Uh, which means we're gonna have to do it again before April. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I, April just can't come soon enough. But we don't have a date. To, I mean, uh, does, anyone, does anyone? Yeah, have I a date? thought we
2: always knew it was coming out in April. I, I'm I'm confused. It was it was always like I thought it was teased and never confirmed. Oh, okay. Uh, I I thought it I was may be wrong. Thing. I may be crazy. I, no, nah, I mean I could be wrong. <laughs> I just may be the lunatic you're looking for. Oh, okay. I don't know what song you're quoting. That's okay, I did it. For uh, Josh.
1: I did are it for you Josh. serious? What Billy Joel song? What? Oh,
0: Brian obviously brian you didn't listen to josh's essential albums and songs to listen
2: to i actually own the essential billy joel album that's okay he's got a lot of hits
0: this show looks like unlike other series uh that it's going to go out uh, on top the books are not done so i have no idea how that is going to play into the final things um but it's super interesting Uh, this show has been going strong it hasn't really lost a lot of fans and I think they kind of realize that this is the time to to bow out, and it's only going to be six episodes this season. Yeah, but they're
2: going to be like two hour yeah, episodes. they're
0: they're like at, at least ninety minutes. I think, or, or at least uh, that's awesome. A little bit more for that. So you're going to get more things, kind of like British TV, right? You're going to get a much longer episode, but fewer episodes. Which like, I don't. Like get. I'm
1: literally going like to get Sherlock. like six
2: yes. movies, which is fantastic.
0: Right. That's,
1: but that, how much do we love Sherlock? It's three movies per season. Yeah.
0: This is going to be six of those. Fine. Super consumable. Lay down for it. Now, Brian, if I uh, am reading my notes here, uh, this next topic was something that uh, that you had discovered. And that is the Lego Batman movie. uh, Excuse me. The Lego Batman movie director, Chris McKay, is set to direct
2: Johnny Quest. Yeah, I put this in here just because I was like, holy shit, they're making a Johnny Quest movie. Then I got excited. And then I said, I I don't know how I feel about this. It's going to be live action, right? Uh allegedly? Yeah. I mean they said live action, so it's not like computer animated. So I'm just curious who who they get to uh play these play these fine people. And my, my bigger question, go ahead. Is it like we're endangering six-year-old Johnny Johnny Quest, or is he gonna be like not a he'll teenager? Be older. Yeah, he'll be older, Johnny
0: Quest. You you were asking, like, oh, who are we gonna get to, to play and how do we make this engaging? My question is, who uh who still cares about Johnny Quest? That isn't like
1: uh, Johnny Quest 30. is still a pretty popular cartoon.
2: I care about Johnny Quest. Johnny I, yeah. Quest is I, pretty pretty baller. I know you do, but I mean, like,
0: I I mean, seriously, if I put a if Dude, I just...
1: anybody that watches anybody that watches Cartoon Network watches Johnny Quest,
0: uh, not
2: anymore. Like, is Johnny Quest still playing on Cartoon Network? No, it's, it's, he's playing it's, on Boomerang. Yes, there's some. Oh, is it Boomerang? It's Boomerang, whatever, just it the Hanna Barbera Network. It's, so that's, it's that's all Hanna Barbera. Boomerang's
1: amazing. So like the but parents. Put that shit on and leave it on all day. There are kids still watching Johnny Quest. My kids watch Johnny Quest.
2: Your kids are smart.
1: (laughs) Not current. Like they did. Like, I don't know. I don't know that they choose to watch it now. But like when I was just putting on, you know, TV to like play with
0: them. So that is something in the background. It was Johnny Quest. Like, that's the thing. Like Lego Batman was was a, a great mixture of kids movie of good for kids. Great for adults. That magic that happens where they all meet in the middle and everyone leaves entertained from a movie. So I mean, like I'm I'm down for that, but I just like Johnny Quest. Is it's that an one animated
1: thing. feature. I'd almost I'd almost rather see a Lego Johnny Quest than a Johnny Quest movie.
0: Right? Seriously. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, live action. I don't know. This is just weird. Uh, but that's it's
1: not, a, li- it's but, not live action, right? It's no, animated. this is a live
2: it action. It's live action. They're producing oh. a live action movie, and this is the guy who you want to do it. Fun for all. My question is this. He's also supposed to be directing Nightwing. So yes, what's going is. on with Nightwing? <laughs> Believe me. I think all DC movies right now are kind of going, what
0: is going on with that movie? I'm
2: really kind of confused. Don't,
0: don't bother trying to unravel.
2: I'm going to get my Nightwing and Titans before I get a Nightwing movie. And I'm okay with yeah, that. I, and I don't care I how will, Josh feels about the show. It's amazing. I will be the Flash before we see <laughs> the Flash not. movie. Not dude, dude! dude they sucks. just did an episode with Jason Todd, and it kicked so much ass. Okay, well maybe that episode did, but
1: the episode two uh, made it impossible for me to watch episode three.
2: I <sighs> yes,
0: yeah, so just got bigger bad Titans all night, aren't you?
2: You sit here, you watch shows like Breaking Bad that take like eighteen episodes to get to anything interesting. I disagree. Breaking Bad was interested, in interesting episode one. Yeah, absolutely. All right,
0: all right. It started with a confession that a guy just drove past this him, agree. did in his underwear right. the whole time. Like, come on. Right. Right. Like, you, you're you set up to think, oh, God, this is where it all falls apart. And they are like, oh, nope. Nope. All right. I see we're just getting started. Anyway, I also just speaking of DC, I believe somewhere in the the vault of Warner Brothers and, and DC, someone has some dirt <clears throat> on Jeremy Irons because he is cast in the Watchmen series uh on HBO. This is the what? Why do you think
2: why do you think that? I'm just saying you dragged him in for Batman versus Superman, right? And he was I don't just like you dragged him in. Dude, you go to anybody of age and say, hey, would you like to play Alfred in the Batman movie? Yes. And you say yes. And then you ask any real answer. racer.
1: It doesn't matter whether you win by an <laughs> inch or a mile. mile. Winning Winning's is winning.
0: winning. Uh good old fast and furious. Anyway, uh, Brian, who is he playing in Watchmen? Though, like, is this someone that we're gonna care about? Is this someone that we know?
2: Ozymandias? Uh, of yes. course, he's. I mean, of course, we're gonna care about him. He's the pivotal character. He's the oh. he's the biggest part of the original oh. Watchmen book. Calm down. Just trying to give no, you here. So here's trying to thing. give you your platform. If you, if you but, if but, but my thing fan, is, Josh.
1: Yeah. Jeremy Irons is oh way older. older, way older than Ozymandias so should is be. So is this taking place? after well I let's the so. watchmen I mean, book let's think about the like this the possibilities are endless that a young Ozymandias set things in motion that now jeremy irons Ozymandias is is you know sort of bringing to fruition so i think we can i think we might get a time jumping type watchmen story.
0: Well, store if i may uh hbo's you, watchmen I, is set 10 years in the future from any other watchmen story that we've known
1: of well I gotta tell you, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons, Irons is, is solid. Thirty years older, so, yeah, yeah, than yeah. any saying, we've ever seen. Right. We're just like he's, he's after the sweat. squid, right? So what? This guy, Jeremy Irons, is pretty old, right? But like he's got some serious, serious acting chops. Oh, I, and I, I love Jeremy Irons. Yeah, yeah, and he can be super, super intense. He can be villainous. I cite uh, uh, Lion King. Uh, no,
0: no, Black I Sparrow. don't
1: cite Scar. No, I cite Die Hard
0: with
2: Vengeance. Yeah, he was, spoiler alert for Black Sparrow, he was the bad guy in Black Sparrow. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance. He's uh, Simple Simon.
1: Exactly right. And he was funny and scary and interesting, and
2: he was a talker, and he was brilliant. He had his hair dyed blonde, much like Ozymandias that's, in that that's movie.
1: Actually, that's actually the parallel. Thank you, Brian, for drawing that parallel for me, because that, that's where that's what I was going for. Um he he was uh, very much sort of uh, a, a three, four, five steps ahead of the game the entire time in that movie, and very Ozymandias like. And that's sort of how
2: I I think he portrays Ozymandias. Don't you? Um, I well, I did not think of that before, but now you've spoken and have enlightened me. So yes. Uh, you guys got a lot at the end of it. This is great. I'm excited. I look.
1: I think you give me Watchmen in any format, and I'm going to be excited about it. Um, I am concerned about Jeremy Irons being uh, an ectogenarian
0: um octogenarian octu not ecto, i
2: think it's
1: octo, octo octogenarian Octa. not ecto, i don't think that's, i'm allowed that's to i, ghostbusters. I don't that's think that's ghostbusters. i don't think
0: we're allowed to say that word on the podcast i now think a, we're censored in greece
1: it's a proper word i'm just saying um i just i i, I have i have i have issues with um a lot yeah he he's like, dude these. he's old he's old Playing playing a character who's not old, even ten years later is not old. Like ten years later, he'd have been in his like late thirties, like early forties. Yeah, yeah. Um. So that that's an obstacle, but I think he can pull it off. I just hope they don't like try to young him up too much. Like I just I want Jeremy Irons to be Jeremy Irons from Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's what I want.
2: All right. Do we? When is that season? Was that series premiere? Twenty nineteen, I think.
0: So 2019, uh, 2019, the ambiguous 2019, at some point, shit gets streamed to my house and I will go, yes, watch, please. Thank you. I laugh. Uh, Josh Burns, I know this was a topic that you suggested. And and before you dive too deep into this, Mm -hmm. disclaimer, I may put this show on my watch list because I've never seen it. We're talking about The Shield.
2: You've never seen seen The Shield? I have never seen The Shield. Okay, I want to say I've only seen the first four seasons. I remember this being on FX. I don't think I've it, ever FX. finished it. Okay.
0: FX. I remember um, this was one of those shows that everyone fucking talked about.
2: Yeah, this for sure. show. This show has got your boy uh, Walton Goggins. It's got well, that was sort
1: of the start of Walton Goggins. That was right? I was about to say that's the first uh, time it, I remember. It wasn't seeing just him. him; like it was it was the whole crew. gardaki has been in a bunch of stuff, and the blonde dude was in a bunch of stuff, including Sons of Anarchy and other things. He was in that show with. Um, the Oklahoma City show—I can't even remember the show—but it was—it was actually a pretty good, a pretty good crime show. Um,
0: but for me, I think this was the golden age of FX because this was around the same time Nip Tuck what? and Rescue it's, Me was on. Dude, it's not—it's not golden age. Like the thing about the
1: Shield was—I mean, it really—the Shield kicked off gritty TV without what. what no sense what of we anarchy. know now, yeah, right. No, no, no of for anarchy, sure. No
0: Breaking Bad. If it wasn't Breaking British Bad, field. The Walking Dead, even and it like, uh, changed network TV too. Even the way that they handled cop dramas. I mean, this show was a very influential show.
1: Not only influential, but super edgy, and and also uh, just very sort of campy and corny. Especially with the the mute. The music was terrible, but overall, like it was really a solid show. And we saw quite a few people have careers way well beyond the shield Michael Jace obviously and then you had like Benito Martinez who played um you mean uh, Michael Chiklis no 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 no. Michael Jace who's been
2: in a bunch of stuff since then never mind okay Uh,
1: Benito Martinez played uh Captain Aceveda, and he's been in a ton of shit CCH Pounder basically she's always an authority figure in everything she does and that really a lot of that came from her character Claudette Wims yeah just i have like there's a ton of characters in this that have gone on to do a ton of other stuff not like not just i'm going to do the the crime show tour and do one episode of everything but it have been meaningful like um i i just said cch pounder she had a very very impactful role in sons of anarchy
0: um as the da yes i, I mean she always plays a wonderful authority figure she, she really does. Me every time she plays something. Absolutely, she really does. But like
1: um, Benito Martinez Brian, who was uh, the, the the captain uh, David Aceveda for you know the, like the duration. Who then of became the, show. the DA, right?
2: Doesn't right. come the DA in like season three, and yeah, that's yeah. When, like, yeah but like comes he, in. he
1: has he has had quite a few roles since then. Um, American Crime is a major series. He's Blacklist. Okay. Oh, all right, all right. House of Cards. Okay.
2: Yeah, he had, well, He was in House of Cards. That's right. For two
1: for two seasons, this show definitely yeah. launched
2: uh, a thousand ships,
1: a bunch of careers, and and I. So I saw this article, and it was about and you, you guys can see it in the show notes. But they're really revisiting what the Shield did for TV, um, and you know, it's something that you already know because you recognize all these faces. But you don't think about it until somebody says, hey, you know these were all in The Shield. And you're like, oh, I never watched The Shield. You should fucking watch The Shield. I've watched this series. So this was one of those that, um, uh, guys, don't do this. Don't ever do what I'm saying I did. But, like, I had an hour-plus commute every single day one way. So back and forth an hour. You know? And, and I'm streaming it in my car as I'm driving right now, I'm not watch. I mean, it's in my field of vision, right? Cause I, I had a car too. mount. So was- I would have never sorta- done that
0: with sons of anarchy when I had to watch it.
1: Right. Exactly all. right. I've done it with sons of anarchy nope. and Sopranos. Everything. The-, the only reason I've watched all these series three, four, five, six times is because I watch them while I'm driving. Don't it's- do I'm not this. Watching them. Don't do Don't this. Don't do it. And I'm not actually watching, but they're there. Right. And you get it. You get it. You get the gist of it. Like, but look, I, I look guilty as charged. I shouldn't have done it. I did it. I did
0: it a bunch of times. I don't know. The central do it again Tom is I not, not guilty as charged, no charges. Uh,
1: but listen, this was, this was one of those shows that was super captivating. And I've watched, uh, I think two and a half times straight through. I, I never, I didn't finish it the third time, but again, amazing. Oh, and another show that I forgot that this it would not have been possible without this show justified.
0: Right. So the reason though that this this article came into being is because it is being released for the first time on Blu-ray on December 11th. Uh the reason that that's important to note is as of right now from the research I'm doing, it's not available on Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Crackle. I mean, it's available It was on Hulu. Nowhere. I
1: I want yeah. It was it was on Hulu. Is it
0: on Hulu now? Like if I want to watch this, can I watch this right now? Oh, here it is the shield. Okay. Never mind. It's on Hulu. It's on the Hulus. Yeah, I I knew that. I knew that for sure. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. I apologize. I retract my statement. However, it is available to own on Blu-ray which means you got commentary. Ryan, right. if if you yeah, if you, you, yeah, if you the get the like a holiday
1: deal on this, you should buy the Blu-ray set and watch it again. Okay.
2: I mean, put it on your list. I've seen I've seen 90% of the show. I think I don't I only haven't seen Wait, it was 5 seasons, finish, right? It was
1: 7 seasons, dude. It was 7? Seven? 7. You should finish it because Well,
0: then I've never seen I mean, the last 2 seasons.
1: Because it really escalates. Really escalates. Yeah, this Interesting. this is
0: a show that everyone obviously appreciates and adores and went on for a long time and and no one complained about the fact that it was like still going or anything like that. I just never got around to watching it. So it's been on my list and and I think after reading this article uh until I got to the spoilers and obviously I Also Kurt in. Sutter 19
1: episodes. Oh jeez. Uh he wrote not ni- yeah, he wrote 19 episodes. So
0: like you need to watch this show. I need, C. I need to put it on All right, I will I will actively be watching the show over the next couple of weeks uh and and getting it done. It's on my list, which means I'll get it complete. No, it means you're going to I know how you work. I'm (laughs) going to get it complete. Uh, I do now want to turn our attention to a topic, a product, whatever. Then we need to give it the third degree in a segment that we call the nerd degree. And this topic was suggested to us none other than executive producer Brian Roman. Oh, dude, I saw this on Twitter. And, yeah, it's the only link I have because I'm not deep diving into this at all. Uh, It is. Does it have a name? Um it, Lex is the name, Lex. Lex,
1: all right. It's 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 a wearable chair, folks. But listen, here's how it works. You strap this thing, which basically looks like, in, not, okay, if you can imagine the opposite of assless chaps. <laughs> just ass. Right? Just, just chap- ass. Just ass. Just ass. Where they cut With out the assless chaps, the leftover scraps? The, left, the, the leftover of the assless chaps, sure. the, the ass itself. Yes. Right, with then straps that you clamp around your thighs there. Correct, yeah. And then you've got these metal, uh, you know, chair legs, uh, for lack of a better term, that are sort of, you know, right behind you there. They look
0: like something you would get off like a Razor phone.
1: Yeah, and then like you loosen them up and you can just sit wherever you like. They can support up to 265 pounds, which is great. That's wonderful. I could sit on them, I guess. I just, I'm looking at them going...
0: There's no way my half-drunk ass doesn't topple right the fuck yeah, over. Here's here, like The use cases they have are, like, someone's walking around. Like, this guy's wearing it in this city, like, walking to his job. Yeah, walking like, around. Walking like, around like, from, like, this is nothing. This is no big deal. From
1: home to the subway st- to his job. <laughs> when
0: you stand up, you just... Tuck them. You you fold them up so they rest basically on your ass cheeks. Right,
1: but then you can't sit anywhere. And then you can't sit with these metal rails behind you. Me. Brian, are you seeing this? You can't. I'm watching it now. You can't
2: take these out in the public. They look like look weapons. Look at this <laughs> suave businessman with these right. metal rods just hanging out by the back of his and ass. He's
0: walking around like, yeah, this is totally normal. Yeah,
2: this is how you get
0: you you don't do this on your commute. Oh, uh, you guys, you guys are you guys are kidding me? Look at me sitting on my workbench on my portable here, legs. You know when someone brings in like a medicine ball or a standing desk to work and you're like, oh yeah, good for you. That's going to last eight days until he's no I longer think,
1: using that. I think I have found uh, a case study for better use of this thing. Oh yeah? You see you see how they kind of sit like rails yes. up against you when they're folded up there? Yes, I do. Dude, I would be grinding down every railing
0: that existed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would just be hopping on rails and just sitting in my ass. <laughs> All the way down.
0: You will literally break your neck by having this. This is grinding my ass look, down these. They're rails. they're proposing this is doing it anywhere. Take it public transit. The only thing that I could ever see this being useful for is if you work in like a workshop where you're not actively working with uh, like power tools, but like
1: no, this is like a this is like a stand up desk that you strap to yourself. <laughs> it's so dumb! It's so weird, and oh, they're, they're floppy. Like you stand up after sitting on them, and they're just fucking flapping oh. around behind and you. They've
0: got to be more expensive than I'm going to put this out there. A rolly
1: chair, like one hundred eighty six dollars, oh. is the starting oh. point. And you know you can't you can't obviously live on the base model. No, you're gonna upgrade them. Like, oh, you're I want, want the blue finish so the legs don't slide out from under you. Yeah, no. What happens if you try to sit on like a wet floor? Zoop, <laughs> and you're on the floor. You're just done. Yeah. It's done.
0: Hey, a great way to sue your employer. This is a fantastic Disney World. world. Yes, I. I this no. is the
2: only place I can imagine. I'm sure
0: it. Disney knows the liability of this. Going, no, you can't have that in the park. Uh, no, at all. Nope. A, it looks like you have swords on on your butt. Dude, 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 dude
1: as you're sitting in line, as you're, you know, sitting comfortably on your leg chair. Some
0: kid's going to kick that
1: out. Um, at, uh, <laughs> right. But you're sitting on it. You're sitting on it. Everything's wonderful. It's time to get on the ride. What do you do with your... Right. What do you do with your ass-chat <laughs> chair?
2: You have to put it in the in the. That's not gonna in fit the in the little shoe bin. No, they absolutely gonna, will fit in the nah, little shoe not bin. Not gonna, not gonna fit, fit in the shoe, in bin. The shoe bin. They're no. lightweight and portable. CJ, See, that's like the
1: size of a fucking music stand. <laughs> like it's giant. I'm looking at it, going. <laughs> that wouldn't even fit in Christian's like music
2: stand. Well, you can fold them outward though, so you should. You could probably sit in the ride still. Oh god, no, No,
1: dude! They're gonna be rails no. down your thighs. No way, There's dude. no like the back of your
0: thighs. The second you just, hit a bump, but they, you're just gonna fold, get pale. You're sitting on get that, Brian? It's not gonna. You're work.
1: sitting on metal. So you're imagine going you're on the water roller, roller coaster.
0: Yeah, dude, no way. You'd be dead. Sitting
1: on metal in the double shot. I would Good shit luck. myself. Good
0: luck doing this, right on. On a, oh shit, what's it called? Good luck doing this on Space Mountain where it's dark. You get a lift out of your seat because every good roller coaster unless you out your seat.
1: Down and then you crash down metal on your metal false rods legs that are Fuck behind. Fuck off. You.
2: Then, no way. Never going to happen. No. I-, I was just trying to think of some sort of no. fucking use for this There's stupidity. No use for this. So, I'm I'm gonna, my bad. I'm going
0: to turn it over to Josh. Obviously, every week that we do the nerd degree, we do the same rating. So, on our standard unit measure, which never changes, uh, what do you rate this?
1: I uh, in our standard unit of measure, I rate this. I ordered eggs over easy, um, but the lady just smashed an apple pie in my
0: face.
2: That's disturbing and confusing.
0: No, I mean, we do this every week, so
2: I don't know why it's. Very it's confusing. every week. It's the same I, thing. I don't, I don't know why it's funny to you. Uh, <laughs>
0: okay, uh, that's at a diner, by oh, the way. I, oh, I, oh, I, I, believe me, I was just right- making sure you got it. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> I got it. This is. Like when you ask, "Can I sit in the non-smoking section?" But there were no seats left, so you were stuck in the smoking section between two chain smokers, and everything just tastes like cloves.
2: <laughs> oh, that's everything just tastes like cloves. Are you eating it in 1994? Yes,
1: he is. When everyone smokes clove cigarettes, yeah, so either that or he's in a hookah parlor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all I can think about is here's your fucking eggs. Just boom. <laughs> So, Brian, you're in the diner. (laughs) You want some pie? What's your standard unit of measure? Full of
2: laxative.
1: It'll just move right
2: through you. Uh, Um, uh, this is, um, I was so drunk, I couldn't properly order, and I just pointed to a picture, and I got Scrapple instead. (laughs) Oh, what do you got to get Scrapple? I hate Scrapple.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh... In honor of of Stanley, I decided to go ahead and turn our question of the week uh, a little bit to you, asking who inspired or encouraged your nerdiness when you were young. Uh, we got a couple of great responses, and one of them uh, we're going to say for the end is just a whole new level that I, we just have to discuss. Uh, but I want to start with Rob Schmel. He he hit us up on Facebook and he said it's easy. It's, it's Saturday morning cartoons like Spider-Man and Batman, the animated series that really made me nerdy. Uh, and I know, Rob, that that really is that it was an, those cartoons definitely shaped him and uh, talking about them and at school and hanging out with him. Uh, definitely uh, something that I can uh, attest to shaped him into the nerdy guy that he is now. Uh, Patreon supporter Andrew Capilla commented and said, uh, I would have to say that my dad encouraged my nerdiness. Who He showed me Return of the Jedi when I was uh, five years old and I fell in love with Star Wars. He worked at Rodell and was in charge of buying all the paper, and when he would go away on business, he would make sure that the paper sample that they gave him were comics, so he could give them to me. So, that's a that's a sweet memory. That's a cool. That's story. a really nice one. Executive producer
1: and Patreon subscriber Brian Roman says, I've always been kind of nerdy, but my old roommate Aaron got me into comics. He'd left an issue of Avengers dissembled out in the living room that sparked my curiosity. He saw me reading and was like, hey, I've got a couple of long boxes. If you like that, I've got a bunch of other things you need to read. He pulled out a pile of Brian, Michael Bendis books and civil war for me. And that was it. I needed more and started downloading every book associated with civil war and the ultimate universe and started buying books. Once I was all caught up, don't get on my case about pirating the shit. (laughs) I've since bought all those back issues. I don't think anybody was judging. And I think
2: that's a, uh, it's a really cool story. I was judging (laughs) support your local comic store. (laughs) Sorry, Brian Roman. <laughs> That's true. You should.
0: Uh, for for me, in a couple ways, but uh, my family was was definitely the group that encouraged my my nerdiness. Uh, everything from from theater to uh, comics to video games. It, it was all of them. My mom and dad were were the ones who took me to play practice all the time. Uh, my brother Mike was an avid comic book collector and and, and reader. Uh, So he was like showing me spawn and trying to get me into comics that way. My brother Drew is definitely the the one that got me into video games and kept me competitive with it. And my little brother Kevin would play along and actually uh, kind of (laughs) deal with always being the last person to play a video game, but never complained about it. Uh, So everyone kind of encouraged me to do that. Definitely, though, at the end of the day was my dad taught me how to use a computer, taught me how to use DOS, taught me how to use everything and kind of gave me the nerdiness that I have inside of me now. Joshua Uh
1: for me it was nobody um growing up in the early do you inspire 80s, yourself late not really um I, so it it wasn't cool to read comic books it wasn't cool to uh collect cards at least like not like care for them you know what i mean like my friends had cards but they didn't they didn't care for them um certainly they weren't reading com- comic books they didn't care about the storylines of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or any of the other cartoons. It was just, it was not, it was not encouraged. Um, being a nerd was not cool. Um, and I, I found myself in the very fortunate position that I was a, a, a pretty talented athlete and had a lot of friends. And I i could be the tough guy that didn't get bullied Um for being a nerd, but I, I just sort of hit it my entire life until, until, um, high school, there was a, there was this dude who was just, he was determined that we were going to be friends. Right. And I didn't, you know, like he was just, he, he was also on the football team, but he was determined that we were going to be friends and he wouldn't leave me alone about it until, okay. So we we started hanging, hanging out. There was a birthday party. he had. It was like the first co-ed birthday party I went to. And I showed up late, um, I get there, and I like I got a seat all the way in the back, and basically all these nerds, super nerds, have decided they're going to watch all the Highlander movies, and I'm sitting <laughs> in this chair in the in the, in the back of the room. You can barely see this like tube, this like twenty seven inch tube TV, all the way in the back of the room, and next to me is this dude I've never met, right? But clearly one of the nerd troop, and I, I was happy to be a part of this group because at least they were honest with each other. And I'm watching this movie and he is just cracking me up the entire time. So this guy, Justin, my buddy, Dave, it wasn't until I was, you know, 16 older that it was it was okay not to be a tough guy, not to be uh, in trouble, not to be an athlete, not to be the center of attention. It was just cool to be part of a group that weren't about any of that shit. And I didn't I didn't learn that until I was, you know, damn near out of high school and nobody influenced me when i was young and it wasn't okay and then these people made it okay and it completely changed my life
2: i uh i i've told this story before uh very very clearly my father was the one who encouraged my nerdiness um i very similar to josh was not uh in in the time where it was cool to be a nerd it was not cool to like comic books it was not uh encouraged and i unlike josh was not athletic so i did get bullied so um you know as i mentioned at the top of the show you know spider-man helped me through all that and the person who bought me my first spider-man book and encouraged me to read my first spider-man book was my father um and you know that that branched out into other things like you know video games and computers and action figures and cartoons and all this stuff that i've grown to love and has become a part of my identity now as an adult um for the longest time it was just me my brother and my dad who would who would be doing that stuff my dad was the uh first person to make me watch star wars first person to make me watch indiana jones which made me fall in love with movies um you know first to you know give me my first comic book and play you know with my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures with me. So most definitely uh, that would be my father, um, who is responsible for the terribleness you see before you today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and speaking of which, the the final comment they're going to read tonight is from Papa Thornton himself.
2: So my father says, I <clears throat> mean, this sounds familiar, Josh. Nerdiness in my day wasn't encouraged you were perceived to be a nerd you were in for a world of hurt but if you want to know who started me on my lifetime love speaking of which i i was in a world of hurt um but if you want to know who started me on my lifetime love of comic books i would have to say my grandfather bought me my first comic book but my best friend tim is the one who fostered that love he was also a big fan and three years older than me other than that the first time i ever felt accepted as a nerd was by my fifth grade teacher who got me into stamp collecting. Thank God that one didn't stick.
0: <laughs> I'm just imagining the alternate my universe father. where
2: your dad is a stamp collector rather than, like, a Beatles fan. And, and Can you imagine me being on, on this podcast getting <laughs> teared up about the first stamp that my father bought for can, me? Can you imagine
0: <laughs> when he got that irregular one? And it, was on
1: it was slightly miscut and ruffled on the right edge.
0: I remember the first day the Forever stamp came out, and... My father and I just wept. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> okay. Uh, so listener, before we leave this week, I have a, a couple of requests for you, if you wouldn't mind. First off, please share this show with a friend, and you want know share this episode because you we were delightful. And sharing is the ultimate internet currency, and we thank you for your donation. Also, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You Find us at that kind of Nerd Podcast on Instagram. And uh help support us. Help support this show every single month on Patreon. Now, I just wanna say, by the time that this episode uh hits hits your lovely ears, you only have a few hours to vote on our November spoiler cast episode. Because
2: right now You see see you keep extending the deadline. No, it's it's always been the nineteenth. Really it, it has to always been family. the nineteenth. I think it's been two weeks from the day we announce it.
1: Yeah. And I don't, I don't really think, I think basically we shouldn't be ending the show with trying to get them to vote your way. We should be saying.
2: Really? vote, Just vote.
1: No, we (laughs) should be saying (laughs) happy Thanksgiving.
2: We should be saying happy Thanksgiving.
1: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Let's, Let's probably segue into that. This was the segue. That was a terrible segue. Post it. We'll do it live. All right. That's how it is. Hope everyone enjoyed your segues. All right, so thank you so much, listener, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Enough said. Well, welcome to the club, because you are that kind of nerd. Um, but what not, we should totally do, just one one day, just do a podcast just like this. I'm, I can't do I, that. I can't so. do that. Uh, we'll get you really drunk, and then we'll do it.
2: No, that won't. How help. how will being drunk? I don't, my, not Like the most, the most, the most
1: you'll get out of me is going right,
0: oh, and that'll fine. be pretty much good. With be that. It. Right on, right, Josh. That was a good. Josh, that was a good trailer, wasn't it? You're you're you got very you're very posh.
2: It depends on which you, one I want, you want to do. You are very proper British.
0: Depends on which one yeah. I want to. Because you also just did this one. We really want to just give it a little mellow. Well, that's more Welsh, isn't it? It was, you know, close enough. Also, something the Queen, yeah, tip off. Hmm whatever okay
2: can we can we anyway uh, so i don't
0: so then i said to her next time you put the crackers in your mouth that never gets old cj (laughs) because it never gets funny
2: exactly do we When is that season was that series premiere Mm. 2019 i think
1: what are you doing what are you doing
0: did you not hear him he's like
1: Oh, I think he grunted. He didn't go full I on. His. He didn't go, go. He didn't go full on peeping Tom. What old. the hell is wrong with you? Oh, a you gotta, you gotta put him out. the irons. Look at that mustache.
0: He's <laughs> wearing an ascot. Oh god, like Keith Richards' father. Sorry.
1: Speaking of, look. Uh, uh, speaking of a drunken story, right? My my buddy Chad and I we wrap up a long night at the Sunrise Diner on Fourth Street in Allentown. And uh, this is he and I sitting there and we like I ordered whatever I was ordering. And the lady says hammer sausage and fucking Chad, whose head was on the table at the moment, like like springs up and goes, what's hammer sausage? <laughs> and I fell out of my chair. I was laughing so hard. It is one of my most was one of my fondest diner memories. And Brian's uh, pointing to a picture and getting scrapple, which delicious. I love scrapple. Gross. Oh yeah, scrapple's amazing. Gross. Um, reminds me, me of the hammer sausage story. I still have I still have two thousand two cent stamps laying around. If anybody needs them, <laughs> <laughs> they're not legal tender. I can't exchange them for currency. I'm always trying to barter my two cent stamps for favors. Hey, Billy, will you mow the lawn? I'll give you a two cent stamp. I'll give you 2,700 two cent stamps.
0: <laughs> he had to break out an abacus. He couldn't do it right there on the spot. <laughs> to be fair, this was Roman time, so it made sense. <laughs> the aqueduct was just clogged. Uh, I needed him to snake my drain. If you know what I mean. It's <laughs> not that there's anything wrong <laughs> no, with No, no, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying. Sometimes uh, you need smaller hands. <laughs> Your father's hands were far too large. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: oh, it's good. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I knew how wrong it was. <laughs> Very good oh god leave that stinger please just make sure that that's in there (laughs) i don't care if you save it for another time use it this show i don't give a shit so good